This week in Bison Sports on 101.5 UM FM for Friday, January 19th, 2018. It's Duckworth Challenge Night. It's the basketball portion to end it off for the 27th annual edition. Get on out to the Investors Group Athletics Center at 6 o'clock, women, 8 o'clock, men, as well women's hockey at home at 7 o'clock on Friday against uh, Mount Royal Cougars. We talked to both teams coming up this week in Bison Sports on 101.5 UM FM. Hey, it's This Week in Bison Sports on 101.5 FM. When we are talking, uh, already the volleyball portion of the Duckworth Challenge has happened, so I'm sure the, uh, the Bisons have done very well at, uh, at, at UW. Uh, all the details on gobison.ca. And so to finish it up, the 27th annual Duckworth Challenge, that'll be the basketball portion, 6 o'clock women, 8 o'clock at the men. And uh, tell the vast listening audience of 101.5 UMF from your name, your position, uh, how many years have you been with the Bisons and your favorite, uh, oh boy, how about, how about what's, what's your favorite song you're listening to right now? Um, okay, so name, Rashawn Brown. Boom. Uh, next thing was position, point guard. There you go. What was the next question? So, how many years at Manitoba? This is my first year at Manitoba, but I'm a third year guard. What was the next one? Sorry. You and your favorite, uh, thing song. on the song. Yeah. Uh, I like, I get the bag by Migos. I like that. Yeah. I have no idea who that is, but I will look that up it's now. Good. That is that's yeah. what I want. So, uh, Rashawn, let's talk about this uh, basketball team uh, in the playoff hunter. These games count in the Canada West uh, schedule. You're new to this, but uh, just talk about uh, the importance of uh, this weekend against Winnipeg. Uh, every weekend is super important. Uh, coach was actually talking to us about the other day. Uh, in the NBA, they have 82 games, right? So not every individual game matters as much, but when you have a shorter 20-game season, every individual game counts. Uh, let's go to the coach. Give him, give him the mic for a second there. Coach Kirby Shep, ninth season with uh, the Bison as the head coach. But you had mentioned, alluded to this, we're in our 27th edition of the Ducker Challenge. 17? Would that be right? I believe it's correct. 17 so you started player, when you were 10. Assistant coach, and then nine with the Bison. So you started when you were 10, huh? It's good. It's yeah, good. right. That was sure, pretty good right. about that. I like that. I'm trying, yeah. to, I'm trying to make it feel good there. Uh, okay, so talk about that because you know all about this. You've been enveloped in this for most of your sure. adult life. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Think about that one, right? Um, what's the importance of not only the Docker, but uh, but to, you know, in the standings uh, to, to beat Winnipeg this weekend? Well, I mean, I think a big part of it is that, you know, even just – I mean, sure, every game has its own same value as the season goes on and uh, is obviously uh, certainly been uh, a great career for him. And, uh, you know, it's sort of a emotional moment, but at the same time a celebration as we celebrate those guys and what they've done in their careers. Uh, let's go back to Rashawn Brown. Uh, this uh, talk about your first season at Manitoba. Uh, I know coaches right beside you, so you know you don't have to go too much here. But uh, you know, what do you expect, kind of coming in, and and has it met your expectations so far? Uh, I think it's been great. I mean, I've transferred a few times uh, in the past, and I went into situations I didn't quite know what I was going into. But uh, Coach Shep did a great job when he was recruiting me and telling me exactly what I was going to be getting into, who I was going to be playing with, what my looks would be, and he's actually lived up to those expectations perfectly. And I think so far it's worked out pretty well. I'm getting my spots and doing what has to be done. Uh, Coach, uh, is that true? What, what have you been feeding Rashawn here? What, what, did, what, what did you feed him, and, and did he eat it up so far this season? He, he still wants to, you know, get the same shots and the same playing that he's been getting, so he's kissing butt right now. Yeah, I, think, I like this. Bit, of course, so. That's what a point guard does. Yeah, we certainly uh, try to be as upfront as possible, and Rashawn has certainly uh, met and exceeded all of our expectations, so it goes both ways. So. Uh, you mentioned about Justice and Joey. I, I'm not too sure if Joey gets onto the court this, this weekend. I know he's been battling some injury and stuff, but, but just talk about, you know, 
all hands are on deck here. I mean, I know this team's been a little bit short uh, with battling some injuries throughout this year here. But uh, like you said, there's only four games left in the season. Uh, next man up and, and trying to get a couple Ws. Yeah, certainly. We've had some young guys that have uh, probably played more than they anticipated playing towards the end of the year. But uh, they're coming along and growing, and that's a great experience for them. And, uh, yeah, we're doing everything we can to certainly get our guys back healthy and uh, for this stretch run here. And uh, I think next week's bye week probably couldn't come soon enough for that kind of uh, thing. But then, uh, you know, we've got these two and finish off with two at Fraser Valley. And then uh, hopefully we're in a great position for playoffs. Uh, before we go here with uh, Bison men's basketball, Rashawn Brown and Kirby Shep. Are you, uh, Mr. Shep, are you, are you going to do a rousing speech before about your, your heydays of a player in this Duckworth Challenge and give the, give the history and stuff and, you know, put some bulletin board stuff there to, that people can rise up and, and meet the challenge to get against the Westman this weekend? I, I think there's a very small chance, almost a no chance, actually, of they win one for the Gipper speech. Oh, okay, uh, fair enough. Not really, it's not really my style. And, uh, but, I didn't uh, think so. but I have a feeling it won't necessarily be needed this time. Uh, and Rashawn here, uh, back to you here. Um, how do we, uh, no, without giving away all the state secrets here, how do we beat the Westman this weekend? Uh, execute. Play defense, make shots. It sounds cliche. Everybody says to do it, but I it's love honestly. It. He, you've got him coached up pretty good. That's honestly all Take it, it one game at a time. Just got to do what we got to do. <laughs> I love it. Rashawn Brown us. and Kirby Shep. All the best. Bison men's basketball this weekend. Friday, it's the Duckworth Challenge portion of it. 6 o'clock for the women, 8 o'clock for the men. Want a big crowd out. Investors Group Athletic Center. All the details, as always, on GoBison.ca. Thanks, guys. And you're listening to This Week in Bison Sports on 101.5 UMFM. Hey, it's this week in Bison Sports 101.5 UMFM. Michelle Hines sung. How's it going? Great. So, you, do you remember 2009-10? I do. That was my graduating year. Yeah. And you were also the Duckworth Challenge uh, Player of the Game. I, I was. That's a lot. You that's reminded going, me. That's going back a bit. <laughs> it doesn't feel like a long time to me, but when you like do the math in years, yes. Yeah, we're yes. already in 2018. I'm just an FYI. Now. Oh, I know. Yep, recruiting our, so, my first 2,000 athletes. Right so now. how many Duckworth Challenge have you been involved? This is the 27th year. Kirby <laughs> Shet says 17 for him. Do you? Can you remember so how I'd many be, now? Uh, five as a player and two as an assistant, four as a head. So 15. Wow. Uh, let's go over here. Tell the vast listening audience your name, your position, how many years you've been with the Bisons, and your favorite uh, song right now. Oh, God. Okay. If you have my one. Name, Taylor Randall. Yeah. I'm the point guard, and it's my second year. The song. Ugh. I mean, yeah, anything by Drake, really. Yeah. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Huge Drake. I'm going to tell you right now, that was the right <laughs> call because uh, my number one song for last year was Passion Fruit by Drake. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. true. It's, it's true. True. Uh, pretty close. I'll tell you. That was. That's a good one there. There's. I know people are laughing. That's true. Uh, Taylor Randall, you're having. I'm gonna say it because you can't say it, but you're having an all-star year. Um, what 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 has happened this year? Is something clicked? Is there something that's just maturity of on the court to just talk about sort of your play so far this year? Um, I think I've just become a little bit more confident and a little bit more relaxed on the court, like trusting what I've worked my pretty much my whole life for and then trusting my coach and like having more conversations with her during the game so that I know like what I need to be doing like just checking up so yeah 
good. Yeah. Well, you've had an outstanding season so far. Uh, let's go back to Coach uh, Michelle Sung. So, a tough weekend against Victoria. Uh, not a lot of time to get ready now here. We get Winnipeg coming up on the docket here. It's the Duckworth Challenge. It's, it's always big, but it's it's even bigger in the Canada West standings. Talk about where this team's at here. You've had a good run, a little bit of adversity now. you got to bounce back, right? Yeah, I mean, the nice thing about the, the Winnipeg Weeks is regardless of what you've done coming into it, you, the athletes always seem to get really excited for it. And then my level of prep is is probably times two, just based on familiarity. So um, I'm really confident about our prep for the weekend. Uh, it's just a matter of now coming out and, and playing like we have been. Um, I think versus Victoria, we just couldn't put 40 minutes together um, like we had the previous weekend. So we're just looking to do that. Um, they're coming off of a bye week, so we're a little bit aware of that. So... Um, in terms of standings, they're 10 and 4, we're 8 and 8. Uh, there's eight teams in that mix for pretty much, there's only the, the first two playoff spots out of 12 have only been locked. So um, there's a lot of basketball left that's going to determine what the playoff picture looks like. And we're, we're excited and I'm excited to be a part of that. But we're also trying to just make sure every week we get better so that we put ourselves in a position where we're not just happy to be in playoffs, we're competing in playoffs. Talking by women's basketball with head coach Michelle Sung and Taylor Randall. Taylor, uh, real quick here on, on a question. Uh, just talk about this team. Uh, we're 8-8. Eight and eight. I, I mean, if I remember correctly, the preseason coaching poll, I think we were 15th or something crazy like that. We were way ahead of expectations. But you guys believed in yourself this year, right? Yeah, for sure we did. We didn't really want to listen to what anyone else thought about how we were going to do. And we just focused on ourselves, working hard and getting better. That's We can't we can't worry about what others think. We like to surprise them. So it's nice. Oh, uh, What do we do to get W's this weekend against the Westman? I think if we just play our game, work hard, and like Coach said, play for 40 minutes, I think we can get a win, yeah. Uh, lastly, here with uh, Coach Sung, um, I asked Kirby this, so I'll ask you this. You know, you're part of Duckworth as a player and a coach and stuff. Uh, you're going to have a rousing speech there before the Duckworth. Fire up the troops there. Or they, they know what uh, the, uh, up, they're up against this weekend. I don't have to do that. Taylor does that for us. Oh, nice. <laughs> she's yeah. the fire up speech? She's the, she's the fiery. Okay. Uh, that's insider information. We can't say the details, oh, but okay. she takes care of that. Uh, I take care of the tactical, and uh, together we're a pretty good team. I, I um, like that. That's a I good actually think my I learned from when I was a player, and we had a, a at the time a coach that was obviously very invested in this rivalry and I think she overdid it so I think I try to be a little bit a little bit of an undersell yeah I try to treat it like a normal week because it takes care of itself in the game nice. like and the added crowd so it's it's uh it's a lot of fun uh they get to enjoy it just being a part of it I don't need to be the center center of that they get to enjoy it it's, it's all about them so uh, it's going to be a great weekend of basketball. It starts with the Ducker Challenge, the, the final portion of it. We want to be lifting a trophy for the fifth consecutive year. That would be nice. All the details on GoBison.ca. Bison Women's Basketball starts it off on this Friday at the Investors Group Athletics there. 6 o'clock game time, and the men's at 8 o'clock. Michelle Sung and Taylor Randall, appreciate your time. Anytime. You got it. And guess what? You're listening to this week in Bison Sports on 101.5 UMFM. Hey, it's This Week in Bison Sports on 101.5 UMF, and we're going to do take two here. John Rempel, Bison Women's Hockey Head Coach. It's their second week in a row at home. They play Friday at sa uh, 7, Saturday at 1 o'clock. It's the Mount Royal Cougars coming in. So now, don't uh, always uh, like to preface this. Don't be uh, uh, it's, it's different than the Cougars of Regina. We only have eight teams in this conference in women's hockey. We got two with the same nickname. It's like the Rough Riders of the old CFL. 
Sure is. <laughs> you ever, you ever, ever, uh, did you ever match up and you get, you're thinking of playing Regina against Mount, or instead of Mount Royal? <laughs> no, maybe we should separate their names like Cougars, like the Rough oh, Riders. Oh, I like that. So that like would, that? that would be good. Float that out to the next Canada West meeting. I will do that. I have absolutely no pull, but I'll, I'll throw that out there for it. Hey, last week, let's go backward before we go forward. You had mentioned this. We talked about this. Uh, it was going to be a tough weekend. Saskatchewan coming into town. They, they were the number three team in the conference in the standings. Not ranked for some reason, but but you knew that it was sort of a, a tough weekend. Uh, it was a split. Uh, one nothing a loss, and then a one nothing win. Just talk about sort of the performance both nights uh, at home. Well, Friday was a 3-1 loss with an empty oh, net. I stand corrected. So I'll just correct you on that Thank one. you. Sports information right here. Um <laughs> Once it was one nothing, I, I didn't know. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it, it. I didn't like the effort on Friday. Um, I thought actually, and I, I don't. Did that surprise you a bit as a coach? It, yes and no. I'll tell you why. Because I don't like to make excuses for my players. Uh, I never do that, as you know, because you've known me long enough. However, um, I knew it was going to be a tough weekend uh, coming off the break in Alberta. was was a very tough weekend for us. We had the flu ripping through the team, so last week at practice, I didn't have anywhere close to a full team for the whole week. So, uh, yeah, that has an effect. I mean, it, it it's just tougher preparation, right? It's tougher prep. These kids are are not professional athletes. They're not used to dealing with um, some of those things that come their way. And to have seven people missing one of those days of practice last week, um, you know, that's that's just your preparation isn't going to be what it needs to be. And Consequently, the coaching staff and I decided that we would step off the gas a little bit because I think we had to to try to preserve some form of energy and some form of whatever to try to get us somewhere close to playing. Um, you know, having said all that, I don't think it excused lack of attention to detail and mental stuff. So that's just a learning thing, I think. I hope on the Friday. I thought Saturday was a much better effort. Uh, it was a cleaner game. We we controlled the puck way more. Uh, we were much more in a checking mode, which we need to be. Um, that's the way this team has to play. I've tried to convince them of that all year. And when we don't play that way, we're just an average team like most other teams, quite honestly. So, um, you know, I, I, I thought it was a mixed bag. I, Saskatchewan's a very good team, and um, they should be ranked. And, and because the rankings are the way that they're set up, once you're in, tough to play your way out, especially if you're high up. When, when you're not in, tough to play your way in, especially as the year gets longer. The way they, they, they you know, they, they try the way they wait. Well, stuff. they try to be representative of the whole country, and that's fair enough. And and there's no true way to really rank. But I mean, they've they've been in the top of conference all year, right? So they're just as good a team as BC, Alberta, and us, and a couple of the other teams in our conference are are, you know, right there too. You know, it's 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 defensive hockey. Yeah, I mean, I mean, really, the top four teams in Canada West should be ranked. End of story, right? And and so that said, uh, uh, speaking of a, a team trying to get in the top four, their Mount Royal Cougars, they were really on a, on a hot streak here. So uh, you you can't uh, take off the pedal here a bit. Uh, just talk about what the Cougars of Mount Royal brings into Wayne Fleming this weekend. Well, I mean, they're you know we played them in the quarterfinals last year, and they gave us everything we could handle in those two games. It was their first playoff appearance since they. Since they entered Canada West, so you know, and then their first half this year was not indicative of what this team is capable of because I, I knew what their team was like coming into the year. They had like us, 
a number of key injuries in the first half. Um, their goaltending was, you know, it's taken a while for her to kind of get her feet under her, and now she has her feet under her, and she's a pretty good goaltender. Um, so, you know, he, he they play with a lot of structure. Uh, they don't take a lot of chances, and they play the way their coach wants them to play all the time. That's I've watched a ton of video on them this year because they're, they're always – in a pre-scout when I watch it's typically one of those teams that's close to you in the progression so you're kind of watching a lot of the same teams a lot of the same time so I watched a ton of video on them and you know got four lines um really good defense core uh make very few mistakes and they play things they they, they're pretty confident in the way that they play so um this is I mean you know and they're fighting to get stay in the playoffs never mind so every game for them is absolutely crucial they have no wiggle room so you know it's it's going to be a tough weekend for us Bison women's hockey at home this weekend friday at seven saturday at one both games on the second stream on umfm.com you can get that information or go bisons.ca talking with head coach john rempel in his 14th season uh there's eight games left here this is the final push uh towards the playoffs here I know you've sort of done some math there. I mean, the goal is for this team to stay in the top two. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I mean, <clears throat> you know, we <laughs> it's been our goal from from day Training one. Um, you know, and and I mean that's that's the best path to get where you want to go. It just is what it is. I'll take my chances any day to try and win two games on home ice in a semifinal where you get some rest built in there as well. You know, some people say, oh, you'd like to keep playing. Well, I would not like to keep playing this year. If we have to, we will, but that's not a goal of ours. Um, we've put ourselves in a position where in certain ways we control our own destiny here. And, you know, if we can get our game sort of back to where it was kind of in mid to late November, early December for the most part, um, you know, then we have a good chance, but you know, we've, we got some things to fix in our game and, uh, <clears throat> we got to work at things because, um, this is not, this is not going to be a free pass here. Uh, more people healthy this week. You had a more full contingent to, for prep uh, for Mount Royal. Does that help? Yeah, I thought it was a better week of prep. And I mean, you know, when you start tapering towards the playoffs and the end of the season, you look at your schedule and you plan with your off ice and your on ice what you want to do. And this was one of the weeks I targeted to have a, 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 an intense physical you know, sort of good prep week because uh, this is one of the last weeks we'll have to be able to do that. So I thought that the first three days were very, very good. Um, you know, and we'll see where they are tomorrow. Um, you know, and, and our Friday games all year have been, you know, average mostly. And any, any reason for that? Couldn't tell you. <clears throat> We've had that problem here for a number of years yeah, uh, on and off. And, you know, I, I couldn't tell you what the problem is. I've tried all kinds of different things to help them figure out how to prepare for a Friday game. And uh, is it frustrating sometimes with the coaching staff to kind of be it's very frustrating? It's very frustrating, you know. And then, but you know, as student athletes, it's up to the group. I mean, I can only do, and my staff can only do so much. Some of the responsibility lays on the players to mentally be and learn how to go to school on a Friday and come here and be prepared to play because you know. <clears throat> the other team has been sitting here for 24 hours and waiting and not in school and doing their thing and prepping, right? So, and, you know, our, our our road mindset is always very much the same that way too. But, 
you know, you got to defend your home ice and you got to play a little bit desperate. And, and, you know, if our team can't see the desperation that we need based on where we are and based on what our schedule looks like coming here, well, then I don't, couldn't, I'm not sure what to tell you really other than, you know, um, you know, it, it's sitting there and, but we have to be diligent in how we do things every day. And that's once January hits and weather's not good and flu hits and, you know, there's post-exam stress and marks come back and they're maybe not what you thought they might be. And, you know, there's a letdown from holidays. So it's all the things that you have to think about as a, as a student athlete, as a coach, and you have to be on the same page there with each other, because if you're not, it can create some, you know, it can create some friction and, and, you're, and then your ship gets pointed in the wrong way in the second half and it quickly goes the wrong way because it's so short, right? So as you know, so <clears throat> there's a variety of things that have to go right, but I mean, the group has it in them, um, you know, and, and I think this weekend more than anything else, I'm just looking for two consistent efforts. Whatever else ends up happening will happen, but I, I would like to see two consistent, solid efforts. Uh, lastly, here with head coach John Rempel, Bison Women's Hockey head coach as they play Mount Royal Friday at 7, Saturday at uh, 1 o'clock at the Wayne Fleming Arena. Yeah, it's a balance, it seems like, right? You want to push them, but maybe not push them too much here. Uh, this is a big weekend, right? Like you were saying, is uh, you had two tough ones to go here. On paper, this is one that there's points available to take, but you're going to play a pretty uh, uh, desperate team on the other side there. Uh is it mostly what you've been focusing on is to try and get that consistent effort of both games? Yeah, like we have to find ways to start better. Um, we have to find ways to finish stronger. Would you call a timeout, let's say on Friday, just out of curiosity, like if you see something that you've seen a pattern, it, I know most coaches like to save it sometimes, but is there something like sometimes to sh- shock them or whatever to wake them up a bit? is something you kind of have to they have to play through it a bit with the close games that we have and knowing that you're going to probably need something at the end for to rest your your key players who you want out on a six on five four or six on five against that that's a that's a you need to save that it's a dangerous thing as a coach to waste that time out early um sometimes i think it can have an effect other times i don't know if it even does um i think it depends on what you say (laughs) how you say it if you can get them to reset a little bit and take a deep breath, maybe that's sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's appropriate. Um, you know, and there's other times where <clears throat> there isn't a lot you can do in a game to change the flow. I mean, you know, once once you start changing lines and mixing personnel, then you start getting in people's heads, and I don't like to get in people's heads too much until, you know, the game is on the line one way or the other. Yeah, you're going to make some adjustments, but, you know, I'm, I, we've had so many line combinations this year because of injuries and sickness and, I'm trying to get some consistency in our lineup, particularly up front, right? Because we've just been, it's just been people in and out almost, you know, for three quarters of the year. So I'm trying to keep things as consistent as possible so that we don't have these ups and downs and hills and valleys in our play. So, but that's like every other team goes through the same thing, I assume. So, you know, you got to deal with it and do the best you can. Big weekend for Bison Women's Hockey. Come on out to the Wayne Flame Marina. The Jets aren't playing, so, you know, come out, watch them this weekend here. Hey, before we go, you're at a quick one here. Uh, just to uh, do your best selling pitch about the fundraiser dinner uh, event that's coming up in a couple weeks' time. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we need people's support. There you go. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I like that. It's, Straight to the point. It's it's tough to make it go here. Costs are up. Revenues are down. Fundraising, everyone wants a piece of everyone's pie. So it's, 
it's, you know, we would appreciate anybody who happens to be listening to this that, that wants to support our event. I mean, uh, two great Hall of Fame inductees going in and Caitlin McDonald and Bobby Lowe's and um, Kelly McCrimmon's going to have some remarks from the Vegas Golden Knights and there will be a fairly strong Vegas Golden Knight presence there um, with Vaughn Carpin as well at attending and uh, you know, it, it's just, it's one of those things that Mike and I have done well with in the past and, you know, uh, it's getting harder and harder to make these events go, but you know, it'll be a great night. It'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a success and we're really looking forward to it. So if anyone happens to be actually listening to this and then, and they want to come out, we will, we will gladly, um, we would love to have you there. Uh, it's a great celebration of Bison hockey, both the men's and the women's hockey program. All the details on GoBisons.ca as always. John Rampo, appreciate your time. And you're listening to This Week in Bison Sports on 101.5 UMFM. Well, we are here with uh, David Onyemata and his uh, second, just completed his second season at New Orleans Saints. Uh, Bison alum for uh, four years, a Metris Award winner, a Candace All-Star for a couple of times. Uh, but uh, I don't know, and, and David, you've only been in football for so many years. Um, we're just talking here in the locker room after the uh, crazy play at the end with the Vikings. You ever, I mean, what would... What was your thoughts about that last play there? Oh, really? It's just what it's just what it was, you know. So we kind of how do you put it? Yeah, it's tough, right? Because I mean, um, you guys had an amazing comeback in that second half. Yeah, because like we just we just came together in the second half and just you know. They did our jobs and our assignments and literally just played ball, like played Saints football. So that's what we did in the second in the second half. And like even though like the way it ended wasn't the way we planned, it's that's the way it is, you know. Like we still have the same group and we're gonna get better and you know, just keep I just build off that. Yeah, I mean, it, it was an amazing season. What did the coaches, did they say anything at halftime? You know, it was down 17 nothing, and you guys seemed like a totally different team in the second half. Not really. It was just like like I said, we just went out there and played Saints football, you know, just just played. Like, we already seen the things in film, like, so we just we just went out there and played, played ball. Uh, you made a big play, sort of uh, at the end of the game there on the on the block punt. There, you had a good push up the middle there that helped to, your guys get to that. Do you remember that play? Yeah, I do definitely. It was just uh, just pressure pressure up the middle. Have the guys, you know, go do their go do their jobs and just you know make it easier for them. So that, that was really huge for the team, you know. Um, what do you think of your your play today? You, you seem to be uh, you had a caught a few uh, quarterback uh, uh, hurries and hits, and and you were involved in a lot of the plays again uh, in this playoff, just like you did last game. Like it doesn't really mean much, like if you don't get the win. So like it's just it's just numbers, and they don't really it's not like a stat or anything. Like it's not they don't put it as a stat. So it, it was whatever. It's just ball. It, it's, it's a bit, um, it's really tough, right? I mean, it's happened also in Manitoba when the season ends really abruptly, right? I mean, you guys, you know, you're, you're very close to, to moving on. Definitely, like, it's, it's, it's tough and it's going to be a hard one to swallow, but we still have to, you know, 
we still have to get over it and just have our mindset ready for the next year and just, you know, come back with the guys and just build off this. Um, I, now, excuse me if I did. Were you on with the last play on the field or were you on the uh, bench? Uh, on the field. What did you see? I don't really, I don't really remember. Yeah, it's, seriously, I don't really remember. It, it, it's it's crazy for you. Uh, you've had an, an amazing second season in New Orleans. You you were played uh, all the games. Uh, you started six and you had a big uh, sack sort of on Cam Newton last game. And we'll just talk about sort of your evaluation of, of the second year uh, being a New Orleans Saint. It's just building. Like we're, like I'm just planning on building off this and just keep building, elevate like our like as a group. You know, like just have like the guys we have. Like we're all like really close, like I would say age-wise or something. So it's just about building as a group and just getting better as a group, so. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing. I mean, people, you know, last year was a first year for you in the NFL and the, the team, you know, the defense was kind of, what, what clicked this year? Is it just sort of a, an, another year together? Pretty much, you know, just together with the guys. You play, you play, once you play with, once you play with people for 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 a couple of times, like you you kind of you kind of understand everyone's you know in and out, and kind of we kind of complement each other, you know. So maybe people don't understand, but in, describe like this is your first NFL playoff experience the last two weeks. Like talk about the experience at home, and then the experience here, like just the atmosphere and everything. It's, it's always like you always get home field advantage so with the crowd noise but apart from that it's just it's still ball yeah so like you get home field advantage with the crowd and you hear them screaming and all that but apart from that it's still like regular it's still kind of like regular season ball um lastly here with david on your matter bison alum and uh, uh finishing up his second year with the new orleans saints um What's what's the future for you, David? Uh, how how do you think uh, the last two years have gone here? I mean, this is crazy your story, but like just uh, you know, I mean, people know about you now, right? Like <laughs> they didn't before, right? Like still, like it's just like I said, it's just building. Like just keep building and keep getting better. And like because they're always gonna they're always gonna be things to like work on. So that's that's what it is for me. And that's what you'll do in the off season now, just kind of work out. Will, will you come back to Winnipeg at all, or is it sort of? I might be there for a little bit, yeah. Just come back, come, come back for a little bit, then go back home. Yeah. Well, uh, I just want to say to you, just yeah. face to face in the locker room. I know it's a tough loss, and it's a tough way to end the season here. But uh, you have had an amazing uh, sophomore season with New Orleans, and uh, nothing but the the best for for for, for David Onyemata. Uh Always appreciate your time, David. Uh, we'll we'll see you hopefully down the road uh, if if you get to Winnipeg. Uh, we were here with uh, David Onyemata, a Bison alum and a sophomore with the New Orleans Saints. Always chock full of Bison sports on Friday at 11 o'clock during the season. We talk Bison uh, uh, basketball, Bison um, both on the women's and the men's side. We also talked about Bison women's hockey. And we had a special guest coming in uh, earlier on the week at the uh, NFL uh, playoff game. David Onyemata, Bison alum in the Saints dressing room. As always, every Friday at 11 o'clock, it's this week in Bison sports on 101.5. You're a math fan.